Welcome back to part three in our series, how to get along with anyone as much as it depends on you. So far, we've explored the importance of honoring and encouraging people. In this session, we're exploring how healthy relationships are always possible when we choose compassion and comfort. In Ephesians 4.32, the Apostle Paul exhorts us to be kind and compassionate to one another. In the next session, we'll be exploring kindness. So for now, let's dig a little deeper into this word, compassion. Now, some New Testament translations have the word tender-hearted instead of compassion. So let's pause for a minute and ask ourselves, do I have a tender heart? Is my heart easily moved by the suffering of others? Now, this is more than just sympathy. This is genuine empathy. Sympathy is feeling for people. And that can be helpful for sure. But empathy is something deeper. Empathy is feeling with people. Repeatedly in the Gospels, like Matthew 9, 36, we see Jesus was moved with compassion when he saw the struggles that the crowds were facing. In the ancient Middle East, the guts were considered the center of the emotions. On hearing a tragic story, a Middle Eastern person wouldn't say, you're breaking my heart. They'd literally say, you are cutting my intestines. Now that might sound a bit grim, but essentially they were saying, what you're going through has cut me up inside. Repeatedly, the Bible reveals a God who is not disinterested and not disconnected from us, but instead feels deeply for us and with us. Over and over again, we read these words that the Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. Sometimes I've heard people swear using the phrase, Jesus wept. You might have heard that too. But did you know that that phrase comes from the Bible? Jesus wept is the shortest verse in the whole of the scriptures, and it happens as Jesus stood by the graveside of his deceased friend Lazarus in John 11, verse 35. Consider the wonder of a God who weeps when you weep. A God who, according to Psalms 145, verses 8 to 9, catches every single tear that you shed. God's compassion is good news to us, and then it can be good news, should be good news through us, into the lives of other people. The big story of the Bible tells us of a God who left the perfection and beauty of heaven and then in Jesus entered a broken, suffering world. God was moved by our suffering, and so he moved into the world with us. It's a powerful reminder that genuine compassion doesn't just emotionally move us, it should physically move us to act, to do something. And that starts with being a comforting presence in someone's life. The Apostle Paul put it this way in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 to 4, God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. He comforts us in our troubles so that we can comfort others. When they are troubled, we'll be able to give them the same comfort that God has given us. Let's be honest, though. Sometimes it's hard to know how best to comfort people. We don't know what to do. We might not know what to say. Maybe the most powerful thing we can do is simply to be present in the silence, the sadness and the struggle. 
There's a story in the Bible about a man called Job who endured some terrible suffering. His business was destroyed. He became bankrupt. Worse still, all his children were killed, and then his body was ravaged with sickness and sores. And to top it all off, his wife told him that he may as well die. When his close friends heard about this terrible thing, they are moved with compassion and they go to see him to offer comfort. For a whole week, they just sit with him in the silence. They hold the grief and pain together. They appreciate there are no words that can alleviate Job's pain. They simply give him the gift of being present and attentive. In fact, it's only when they open their mouths that it all starts to go wrong. What does this tell us about compassion-fueled comfort? Comfort is weeping with those who weep, allowing our heart to be moved by them and with them. Comfort often looks like keeping our mouths shut, but our hearts and our arms wide open. Comfort is expressed in fully attentive listening, not thinking of what we're going to say next, but responding to the felt expressions and needs of others, both prayerful and practical. Comfort is avoiding trite answers or ill-framed comparisons like, I know how you feel. It's being real about the mystery whilst promising to remain present through the struggle. Comfort is brave and honest. To name the pain, not shame the struggler with phrases like, you should have got over this by now. Many times, we never get over the most painful of things. We simply slowly and simply learn to walk through them. Compassion and comfort are relational practices that help foster healthy relationships. Having said all this, in my personal experience, the real challenge is being willing to feel compassion for people who have wronged us or let us down in some way. Now, this is not about excusing their behavior, but simply recognizing that we are all shaped by life experiences that have damaged us in different ways. Like we said in the very first session, we've all been hurt and hurt people hurt people. I remember being verbally abused and threatened once in a road rage incident. It was horrible and my first reaction was a cocktail of healthy concerns around justice and unhealthy desires for revenge. But I also found myself surprised by compassion. What had happened or what was happening in the life of this man that would cause such a reaction in him? It didn't excuse what he did. There may be a need for justice but I could still experience the compassion of God for someone who is clearly broken and hurting. We've all behaved badly towards God, and yet his first thought towards us is still deep compassion, for he knows that we are fragile and his longing is to heal and to restore. Will you pray that with me? Jesus, thank you that you have compassion for us. And your compassion stirs you to reach out with your healing, comforting love. Jesus, fill us with that same compassion. For those who are suffering, for those who are struggling, even for those who have wounded us. For they need your healing, comforting love just as much as we do. Amen.